Welcome to Ladies United with Stan Podcast. We're in a we're in we're back in our car park um, because we liked it so much, um, even though it absolutely reeks of piss. Um, so so, but anyway, we're here. It's not just my jeans, yeah. Um, anyway, it's a couple of minutes after United two Wolfsburg one. Uh, not the greatest of games, but we'll talk about that. Um, with us, we've got a couple of the United We Stand sellers: me, Steve A. You got John Duffman, Ant Shaw, and Stu Edwards. We're gonna have a chat about the game and about a couple of other things that we've got going on as well. So, a um, couple of things first and foremost, though. Um, I don't know if you caught Arsenal or Chelsea last night, lads. Um, pretty grim results if you like that sort of thing. Um, in terms of caring about English teams in European football, but for most of us, we probably all sort of laughed our heads off. Did you catch any of it? Uh, no. Teletext. Do people still do that? No. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I laughed, so yeah, it worked. Yeah. Right, so you watched it on Teletext, but I just remembered where you live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I caught the... Uh, I watched the Chelsea game. Um, to be honest... Uh, Porto, I don't think there's any shame in losing at Porto, to be honest. I wouldn't worry too much about Chelsea with the position they're in. Arsenal on the other end. I mean, there's no gimmies in Champions League football these days, apart from drawing it home to a Greek team. <laughs> <laughs> and they've been turned over, really. Um, and they've got the small matter of a double-header with Bayern Munich, which well, they need four points from you, you'd have thought from, wouldn't you? Um, so, yeah, I think they're in big trouble, Chelsea. I don't think they'll have it anyways. Did you see any band? I watched Chelsea as well. Um... I think English clubs are taking it a bit easy against some of the sides. I mean, um, Arsenal played Ospina, didn't they? And yeah, I don't think that was a clever idea. It was like, especially after losing the first match, it was like us playing Romero in net tonight. We just struggled. Um, Chelsea, Chelsea did all right, but you know, Porto are a good team, and I think I think United underestimated PSV as well. But saying that, I think I fancy three English clubs out of the four to get through. So I don't think. I'm guessing you mean everyone bar uh, bar Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, everyone bar Arsenal because I think they've just took the first two matches too lightly. Me, I mean resting players after losing your first games, daft, isn't it? I mean you saw how strong United's lineup was today. It was all to you know put right what happened in Heinhoven. Stuart, without saying what you said to me over text at half time, um, what you thoughts on why the English clubs just can't seem to get their acts together in Europe? Because the two that have won tonight which is obviously ourselves and City. I'm guessing that City's wasn't straightforward, seeing as how they seem to have done it in the last minute. And United, which we'll talk about in a bit, was very, very far from being good enough. So, any thoughts on why we're, you know, the English clubs just aren't dealing with it? I can't remember what I sent to you at our time. What did I send to you? I'll tell you later. OK. What was it? You can't be blaming things that happened in Belgium in 1985. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say on the matter. But I was Fellaini born in Belgium in 1985. <laughs> Uh, I'm not quite sure. Um, I don't know. I don't give a shit if I'm being perfectly honest. I just thought that we win it this year. I didn't ask you for your opinion. I just I wondered whether you knew why. Some insight. Yeah. I don't know. You don't know, right? I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I, I just I just don't think that, that. I think at the minute it's as piss poor a league as in a Premier League as I can remember for quite a long time. I think we're just not as good as some of the top teams, and perhaps some of the the, the so-called lesser clubs have caught us up a little bit. Um, like you said, I still think three English teams will get through. Um, I noticed that this month, this week, that the managers have been crying out about how great the Premier League is and how hectic it is. And it's all they say, but we, we have this vision in, in, in this country of like our league's the only, the only competitive football league. But I, I don't buy it. I just don't think that we've got any any great sides in in this league. I think if Barcelona or Real Madrid or Bayern Munich played in the Premier League, is it not, is it, is it not that every 
supposedly team in the Premier League seem to have bought about seven players this, this summer, whereas the top clubs in Italy, Spain, Germany probably only buy two or three, and it's more of a settled, balanced squad. I think it's definitely at the minute it's a transition I think in, in the league um, but you think back to five, six, seven years ago when England was regularly having three Champions League semi-finalists you think of some of the players we had then your Drogba's, your Lampard's, your Ronaldo's your Ferdinand's, your Gerrard's, your Torres's where are those individuals now in the league how many players in our league would you say are in the top ten players in the world? Nearly none <laughs> I'd say none I, I think I just think English clubs are asleep, basically, in Europe. I, I don't think we're taking the game seriously. Um, they think they look at Porto, they think we can beat them with... Five, three years ago, we could go to Porto and win resting two or three players. I don't think it's that case anymore. We can't get away with it. So. Listen to this side. This is, the, this is the side that United put out when we played Wolfsburg last time, right? right listen to this. It's, it, we had fucking Kuzak in that, right? <laughs> Kuzak, Park, Fletcher, Carrick, Evra... Gibson, Darren, I presume, not Colin. Scholes, Nanny, Welbeck, Anderson and Owen. Right. Now, you compare that shower to shite, and there was what, probably three players in that side he went after each, and compared with what United started with tonight. That team that started tonight, I think, would have wiped the floor with that. Yeah, totally agree, and that's, that's what I mean. We can't get away with fielding sides like that in Europe anymore, like we could two, three, four years ago. Um, I, think, I think Arsenal haven't learned from that, you know, losing to... Dynamo Zagreb was it first yeah. and, then, and then last night to Olympiacos at home I just yeah. think they're just not taking it seriously they think they're going to turn up they just have to turn up I think had, had we not got beaten PSV though I think the game would have been a lot more comfortable tonight than it was, it been there, was there was an element once we went 2-1 up we felt a bit surely there was obviously nervousness coming the team just knowing that we had to get the result today um, I think that that Wolfsburg game was one um, the one you've just referred to I think we were already through in the group and mm. went over there Michael Owens got an hat trick yeah, if I remember did. rightly yeah, um, I got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> not that that, not, <laughs> not quite. Um, anyway, what do you reckon to the fact that is it? I mean, I don't know how these things are worked out, but apparently, at what point did the, the Premier League lose a third? Did they go down from four to three clubs? How does that work? I've read somewhere today that they definitely can't lose one next year, but a lot of it depends on we have to we have to at least this year match Italy's points, coefficients, whatever they do. And then next year we have to beat them, apparently. I think letting third and fourth in is one of the reasons why those teams are just shite and don't do very well anyway, but that's the end of the matter anyway. But um, just on to tonight, I thought um, massive game, really, really important game. And I think that, as you've rightly pointed out, I think it looks to have got a better United side for a little bit. What were your thoughts on the game, Stu? Well, I actually got in literally 10 seconds before they scored. <coughs> As I walked in, they scored. It looked a decent move, but they just ripped us apart. And then after that, I don't remember much of the first half because I just had an hour done watching Bastion. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. He just, if it wasn't for him, we probably would have been 3-0 down. But then we should have ended up, you know, going into half-time, it should have been 3-1. Two shit finishes by, what's he called? Runa. Number seven. Yeah, and, and him, yeah. Runa. It should have been 3-1. It should have been game over at half-time. So, yeah, but I thought Schweinsteiger was just immense first half. Yeah, wouldn't disagree with that, Ant. Um, 20 minutes either side of half-time, I thought we looked a really good team. Um, I, have my, um, I have my reservations about Damian and Blind on that side of the defence, but um, I thought we did really well. 20 minutes, it looked like a really good side, we really controlled the game. But then um, the substitutions came and I, I don't really know what they was about really, because we moved a, brought a, def a midfielder on for a defender. And then after that we 
we brought a defender on for a midfield to move the, <laughs> another defender into midfield that weren't the midfielder. So yeah. I thought and, they were, and played well, Ashley Young and Darmian both out of position. Yeah, we took up, all so. our weights off as well, didn't we? So we had nobody to run at him when we, yeah, when we got knows. the ball and counter attack. So I just thought we really put ourselves under pressure. With just that. before we run out of time, one thing that pissed me off not just, not just tonight but in general. Why have you got the goalkeeping coach with ten minutes to go? You know, talking to the fourth official. Why is why has Giggs been caged this season? Why is he not allowed to come out to the touchline? I just someone can someone please write in and tell me. I reckon um, it's I reckon he's been groomed yeah. to be the next to be the next manager of Manchester United. So and so and well, I think it means if you follow, yeah, I think what will happen next is he won't come anywhere near the touchline, and he'll get one of them fucking man bags that he'll never put down. I think that that'll be the next stage of his. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I echo Ant's thoughts there. I, I thought the substitutions were a bit baffling today. They just lost all the shape and all the rhythm second half, which is a bit of a shame because, like I said, up until we went 2-1 up, I thought it was as good as we've played all season between their goal and that moment. We should have been... I enjoyed, for, I enjoyed that match. More. I know you said it was a bit pretty boring, but I enjoyed that a lot more than Liverpool, I mean, because... I just I think think it gets the best out of the supporters when we you know backs to the wall a bit. My best match last season was West Ham at home when we went down to ten men after an hour, mm. and I thought I thought that, that reminded me of that game a little bit today. I I, I mean it's funny you mentioned the atmosphere because that I for I think for tonight, for it was Champions League game it, week, And do you know what though I think you spot, but it was good from a home end point of view because yeah. I thought as an away end <clears throat> we're used yes. to teams coming from abroad in good numbers making loads of noise setting the occasional thing on fire I thought they were shocking I got um you'll see I took I, I took a picture of one on the way in um he, he was walking past me he had a wolf head on as a hat right and uh I said look mate can we can you can we stop for the pitching because I thought we'd use it for the cover of this on the past and he said he said, "I'm worried I'll look daft." I said, "Mate, I said you got a, I said, I said you got a green shirt on with fucking Volkswagen on the front." I said, "Don't worry about that." Okay, now, yeah, I thought the atmosphere was great. I thought it was, a, I thought it was pretty good. Just, um, just on this part about fullbacks, because what the fuck are we doing with Damien? Because he'd, he'd been immense, and then as soon as Luke Shaw gets injured, he seems to have just gone onto another side of the pitch that he just looks out of his depth on. Yeah, totally. Yeah, first two or three games you thought steal, didn't you? Twelve million slotted in. Okay, not great when he gets into the final third, final ball. I think we've mentioned that a few times. But defensive wise, he looked absolutely settled, like he'd been here for a couple of seasons. Like you said, one, you know, well, not Luke Shaw's obviously a big miss, and he's been asked to play there now, and it's, it just doesn't seem as comfortable. And Valencia on the other side is again. He's, he's just a fill-in, isn't he? He's never, he's never going to be a first, first choice right back. Uh, so all of a sudden, if it wasn't for Smalling, and Blint was decent tonight as well. Blint had a really good game tonight. <coughs> my concerns are going yeah. forward in the next three games, especially. Um, you know, people getting around the back of us. Um, Started at Arsenal on Sunday. I think he's going to move Blint back to left back myself. Uh, Phil Jones, again, he's brought on again. I thought it was very good as well, actually, yeah. coming Jones today. And I would not be surprised to see Jones and Smalling as our centre-backs. You say he was good when he came on, but you've got to think what Schweinsteiger must be thinking. There he was, what, how long ago, lifting the World Cup as captain and now he's getting subbed for Phil fucking Jones. I mean, it's a bit of a come down, isn't it? For Blint to move into midfield. <laughs> just, on, just on another point, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know whether it was just specifically to him, but he looked knackered the second half Schweinsteiger went off. And I thought a few players looked knackered and you just wonder how we paying the price of... He keeps playing the same team at every... You know, he's played a full-strength team at home to Ipswich Reserves last week. The, the and person who looked the most shagged to me, and, I, and as you know, I've been one of his biggest Rooney. advocates, was Rooney. He looked absolutely done in tonight. Well, I thought he had a good first half, in it? Uh, and probably very sort of similar to the team. I thought second half he was 
he's, I mean, his touch was never great anyway, but he, he was he was atrocious second half. But you know, Mata drifted completely out of the game. Barely saw the ball second half. But um, I think it's just one of them. You just had to walk away and say, you know, we've got the three points, and that was all that really matters. Yeah, just he had the touch of a North East footballer. <laughs> Literally, um, just a quick one on um, the goal. Was at your end, wasn't it? Uh, the penalty. Yeah, yeah, was it a penalty? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. 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 Arm was yeah. arm was above ninety degrees, definitely. Yeah. So. Do you reckon he's our penalty taker now? I think it's whoever wins them gets to take it now, don't they? <laughs> well, when, when Matt has been on the pitch one. for the last few, Matt has took it. He was, he was off the pitch when Herrera took that against Liverpool. Has, it, has he ever missed one? I don't think he no. has, has he? I'm sure he has at some point. I, I can't remember Crystal one. Crystal Palace away and tonight. I, I actually thought he had an excellent game. For someone who's playing largely out of his favourite position, I thought Matt was excellent. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, um, the last few games is, I think if you don't enjoy the, the, one, the one that was um, annoying today was Depay. But, I mean, I, feel, I don't know why he's playing so many games. Why, why, what's what's no, Ashley Young no done not to get any? Well, what's Ashley Young done not to get any games? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a Ashley bit. Young had a really good end to the season, didn't he? And yeah, he, he did. seems to just be ignored all the time now. Yeah, Ashley yeah, Young's yeah. Ashley Young's come a long way as a United footballer. I mean, he's, yeah. I mean, I, I, Steve Black mentioned it on one of these podcasts. He was behind us in the he was behind us in the away end at Newcastle season before last when he was injured. And Blackie was trying to stamp on his other foot so that he had longer out. That's how long. That's how far he's come. You know, a couple of weeks later, he was singing with United fans in the <laughs> Sir Alf. So, but yeah, I I, uh, I thought Rooney looked really laboured, and I thought a couple of players yeah. were starting to look knackered. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to put a finger on it. But when you're relying again on like you know two 19 year olds in Memphis and, and Martial, that tells you a lot about the squad, doesn't it? About, you know, we're having to play them in in most games. Yeah. When, when are they going to get a rest? What is it? Have we got two defenders injured? Yeah. So that means we've got to play Ashley Young right back. Well, Rojo's always injured. That? Phil Jones gets injured every That shows game. everything you need to know about the squad, doesn't it? Yeah. Ashley Young's right back when we've got two injured. Stu said on the podcast before last, we're one Chris Small in injury away from being absolutely fucked at the back. Yeah, but we've got Phil Jones back now. So I think, Like Steve he's, he's, said. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think he's... <laughs> yeah, he's got Phil Jones. I mean, he's all right if you need someone to head the fucking floor. Some strange faces. Yeah. Uh, I do. I think, he's, I think them two could be a good partnership, but he's obsessed with this. Left foot, right foot thing just in the centre. Stay fit, though, doesn't yeah, he? then plays right, right foot as left back. It's just, it's so, just awkward. Yeah, it's like it. cricket now. You've got they want left handers and right handers in to shag the fielders out, don't they? It's the same sort of thing. He seems obsessed with it. Yeah, that, I know, but then I wouldn't mind that. But then he plays just, a right back at left back. I just cringe every time Jones tackles, not because I think it's going to be a foul. You know, he injures himself. It's good. Just Phil Jones. Just made a gla- he's made a glass. <laughs> good player, Phil Jones. I think. Unfortunately, Phil Jones is one of these players who we've kind of ruined because of versatility. Yep. I thought John Shea was going to be a brilliant centre-half. I watched his debut and then we had this obsession with trying to get him to play 10 different positions and then he didn't know where the fuck he was. Then when Chris Marlin was right-back. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was all... Yeah. Well, Chris Marlin ended up playing a full season at right-back because he had a good half against City in the Charity Shield yeah. and then he was just pathetic the rest of the season. Speaking of Chris Marlin... Um, it was a brilliant pass from Matter, I think it was, for the goal. Um, now, I don't want to sound, because obviously I've not seen it, I've seen, I've not seen it in playback, but I did see it live. It looked like a much, much better goal than it looked. Um, I'm not sure it was a pass. Was it just a help into the box? So why should I go swung his it, leg it at it like initially? It looked like a gigs, gigs for Shilling. I'm not that? sure. I just thought know. he was helping it on, but we'll see, won't we? It was... It took. It took. It, it wasn't uh, from where I was. From where I was sat, and she, you were probably sat a little bit near than I was. It looked like there was a bit, a, a bit more to do. He had to guide it almost 
the other way from where his body was going. He's clever, so yeah, I'm probably doing a bit of over his head into the box. He knew where to Smalling, to be fair, took a gamble and stayed in it. Yeah, I thought it was a better finish than it was. Obviously, I'm in danger of like when it gets played back and we see it in real life, you know, we could be outdoing Ant here for the most for the most most ridiculous thing that we've said on the podcast since he said the gay should have saved Benteke's over that kick. Anyway, um, obviously the way the group sat, I mean, we'll talk about the group in a minute, but um, that just that whole second half, though, I thought there was two things that stood out for me. United looked really stressed and panicky. And then the other thing that I think is worthy of is, and I hate moaning about refs, because um, that's Ant's job, but I thought that ref was a fucking disgrace in the second half. <laughs> Loved his whistle, didn't he? Um, every time any one of them fell over, he gave something. But more important than that, was the cards that baffled me. Unbelievable. But then, and in another sense, I think we were lucky that he didn't send Schneiderlin off right at the end as well. He'd well, already been booked. It, 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 it was a yellow card. Yeah, right at the end either. It was yeah, 12 minutes to go, yeah, I think. I, I thought he was terrible yeah. with some of his decisions and some of the cards he dished out. The one for me was when you see Schweinsteiger <laughs> trying to bury his head in the pitch. I've never seen someone like appealing so much it, it was against the decision. Dramatic when that, I think we that, did all right out of him tonight. That t- well, we got a penalty out of him. Penalty and a non-red card out of him, didn't we? He's a twat. I, I I think we we were lucky that we got two pretty good. We got a penalty out of him, and we got a red card that should have been given that didn't. But I think the general thing as to whether it was against us or for us, yeah, he was fucking dreadful. It was it was every thirty seconds stopping the game, and yeah, it just seemed to. I lost count. How many yellow cards was there? Seven, eight. Well, he didn't give one for about seven consecutive fouls on Schweinsteig, but then gave one to Ashley Young straight away for for time wasting for about ten seconds over the throw in. Which was just fucking bad. He'll get sent off eventually for United. I've noticed the way he tackles as well. Not just because of tonight, he trips somebody up. I thought, I think the way he shows his studs, Schneider will yeah, get yeah. sent off eventually for United. A straight red. Because I've just noticed that the, his tackling technique will cost us eventually. He actually does, yeah. to be honest, at the minute. Okay. I just seem to see him running about. And he's, he's a footballer that's better without the ball than he's he said with this it. two months ago, Steve. Yeah, he did. No, and, and, and called it and, and at the time. Tied it. I'm sure, I'm sure we've not seen the best from him yet, but I'm just struggling to I, see. I, I'm, not, I'm not convinced that playing him with Carrie or Schweinsteiger is the right thing to do. I'd, I think if he played next to someone like Herrera who had a bit more zip about him, I think you'd see a much with, better performance. Or at St Mary's. <laughs> you don't, you don't that Schneiderlin comes to the somewhere like on Sunday when you go into Arsenal and you are going to be under the cosh a bit and um, you're not going to have all the ball, but I think one of them games where, you, you, where you've got 60-70% of the ball is, is a waste of time, really. Just a couple of things on, like we're five or six games in now with some of these new players. We talked about Schneiderlin. It's obvious that Schweinsteiger's getting a lot of plaudits and rightly so because he's starting to look the real deal now. Um, four or five games in now with Marshall, he had a decent start. What are your thoughts on that? Well, he was topping it again tonight, weren't he? I'd like to see him, when our full-backs have got the ball, start hitting the channels a bit more. Yeah. But um, cause I thought there was times where our full-backs had to send it long to nobody today because they were under pressure. But I think... Um, when, when he great, gets in it? the box and he's yeah, you know, strong, they, don't, they can't get the ball off no, him, can they? He's old at play. They're just shit scared of him. Yeah. He's like Mark Hughes in his prime, wasn't Do you know that one what Rooney missed? Put it over the bar. I couldn't, no, ent- and I couldn't entirely figure out what had happened there. But he, he, he took that man on, didn't he? Yeah, he just went past How him. did he take that he man just on? Past him. absolutely brilliant, yeah. yeah. Just shit yeah. scared of his pace, aren't they? And once he's in the box, they don't want to tackle him, do they? That's what we've lacked for years, haven't we? I think the first few games we saw what he could do in front of goal, but I think the last two games, you've seen a little bit more about his all-round game and we can hold the ball up, beat a man, put a ball in for another. But yeah, very impressed so far. Are you not worried that we're trying to turn him into someone who's a bit more all-round and a bit more versatile? Well, uh, well though. <laughs> <laughs> not that good. 
He just seems to be spending more time away from outside the box when he's back to goal than he did in his first couple of games. And I'm not convinced. You know, I was kind of I was kind of hopeful that we just had a pacey type of Ruben Van Nistelrooy type of player. I don't think you know having Depay and him in the same team as well really is good at that good at the moment. I, I do like Depay, but I just think why is he playing so much? You know, every single game he starts. It's better than Lewandowski's here in January. Let's <laughs> give Ashley Young a go. Yeah. You know, give him a go in his position like he had. So now you so now you've seen now you've seen United side like and you've you've obviously seen all these new players. What what would just what would your best starting eleven be for United now? Um, well, De Gea. Um, Nobody agrees with me on this, but I'd have Valencia right back because Mata tucks in so much. I like someone who'll attack the the full back when he gets out the ball out there. Um, Smalling Jones, um, Blind because Shaw's injured. Okay, so your front six is it? Yes, Schweinsteiger, Carrick, um, Rooney, Ashley Young, who's right wing now. Mata, Mata, yeah, that's it. And Martial. Yeah. All right, and that side they're definitely getting the Europa League. I actually pretty much agree with Ant there, to be honest. Oh, <coughs> what would you do? Uh, who have we missed out there? No, I'd have Darmian and Tony instead of Valencia. Schneiderlin in. And Luke Shaw back. Schneiderlin, Schneiderlin, Schneiderlin instead of Schweinsteiger. Schneiderlin instead of Schweinsteiger? Time to go out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, on that bombshell. Uh, no, just one last thing before we do disappear then. Just a quick one on um, where the group sits because am I right in thinking CSK turned Ireland over? over. Right, so that's the whole group on three points, is that right? Yeah. We're better PSV here, won't we? I, I think it'll be the two teams that play tonight that'll go through. I think PSV were lucky to beat us. and The two teams who play tonight? Yeah. Everyone played tonight? I mean, we played here. Oh, right. You reckon Wolfsburg will go through? Do you really think that? I think the same, yeah. So you think United and Wolfsburg? Yeah, we've got to, we've got to aim for United not to lose in Moscow, innit? Got to try and... Yeah, I agree. Totally. So you're at United and Wolfsburg as well? Get yeah. a point, he'll be comfortable getting on and we'll be, you know, we'll still qualify, but I think he'll be a bit tight. I think United and Eindhoven will be the ones that go through. I don't think, um, I, th- I think they're pretty good at home, but um, I think we're all in agreement that United are going to go through. Um, what are you expecting out of Moscow then? Because that, I think two games back to back now, and obviously one of the games, the, the next one means, uh, is on the Tuesday, or I think it's the Tuesday, is it the Wednesday? Is it the Wednesday? It's the Wednesday before City. Yeah, that's, that's, the, yeah that's, the, that's the worry, isn't it? Especially with our massive squad. What, who the fuck do we play? I mean, obviously it's a long trip and all the rest of it, two days out there, come back and... The same you know, It's got to be, hasn't it? Give t- who are you going to take to Moscow? You don't want to lose. <coughs> it. You, seems to rotate you take a draw. Three. You take a draw there, won't you? And then come back with no injuries. That's what you take right now. Take a nil-nil, yeah. Yeah, I agree. You probably would take four points, but I don't think there's any reason why you shouldn't be looking at six of CSK. So, if if you'd be happy with a draw in Moscow, would you t- would you leave certain key personnel behind for the derby against City? Schweinsteiger. Yeah, Schweinsteiger. Play Carrick and Smalling if Rojo's fit. You can't have, I think he's he's too precious at the moment. Smalling. I think we'll be screwed if we lose him. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I don't think you ever need. You don't really ever need to choose or change about four. I don't think, but um, I'd certainly give the midfielders a rest. Someone like Schweinsteiger. And like I said, at the minute, Rooney's looking a bit knackered. International as well, the week before. Uh, Rooney's looking a bit knackered. Still playing that plastic pitch. I think it's half plastic in it. It's plastic in woven into bits of grass. I think I don't. I don't know. Is that? (laughs) Yeah. No, definitely not. I, I'm actually of the view that if we get out of the two games with a net loss of no points against Moscow, 
I don't think that'd be the end of the world. So I'd quite happily, I wouldn't lose any sleep if a second string side got beat in Moscow and then we beat them at Old Trafford. What if we lost 4-0 Ain't gonna happen, is it? Do you reckon it could come down to that? Yeah, it's that tight. Yeah. Two games, everyone's on three points. So I think go. it will be a tight group. We've won them with nine or ten points all one year. You'll get through. So. Yeah, you'll get through with nine games. points, definitely. We know your own games, you'll be through. You'll get through with nine points, this group. Quick one before going then. United man of the match. Um, Schweinsteiger. Daily blind. Fucking hell. Schweinsteiger first half, definitely, but overall smalling. I'm going one matter, lads. Uh, right, that's it. Uh, we're done here. Uh, we'll have another podcast at Arsenal away. Uh, God knows what that'll sound like. I can imagine that being messy. Let's see how many more celebrities can block me on Twitter the day after that. By the way, one last thing. Do you remember? I've just remembered something else. Do you remember um, Nicholas? I forgot Nicholas Bentner played for um, Wolfsburg. Well, he used to play number didn't he? He used to play number fifty odd somewhere, didn't he? Or something stupid like that. Did you see that tweet that he put out? The United um, the, when United drew Wolfsburg. Right, you've got to find it. If you go back on his Twitter timeline, it's, it was on the 27th of August and it's from Nicholas Bentner and it's a video of his mates in, in their flat when they found out the news that United that they joined United in the Champions League. It basically it, it involves a midget. So without, so without, wanting, to turn, without wanting to turn this podcast into a midget fest, um, uh, you've got to watch it. So anyway. Yeah, that's your own word for tonight. So yeah, Nicholas, go on Nicholas Bentner's tweet a line and then uh, have a look at the 27th of August. It's one of the funniest things that you'll see. Uh, anyway, right, uh, Stu, yeah, we're all, we're all going home. We're getting out of this car park. Stu and John, thanks a lot. Uh, cheers for listening. We'll be back with another one uh, after the Arsenal game. But until then, cheers. <laughs>